Well, good morning, everyone. It is so good to see our young people here. I've missed you. You've been hiding. Everyone's been hiding, kind of, right? We've all been hiding out. Holy cow. It's been a lot uh, for all of us, but I, I think we just have a little bit longer. But it's great to see you because, not because the older people aren't awesome, they are, but it's just always great to see our young people here. How many of you, raise your hand so I know where you are, and I can tell from, from how most of you are dressed. Raise your hand if you're receiving one of the sacraments today, just so I know where you are, where I can pick on you. How many of you are a little bit nervous? No one? Good. Well, a couple of you. All right, that's all right. What I want you to remember is I know what to do, and I'll make sure it happens. So don't be nervous about how to do the stuff. We, we've got it all figured out. So just relax and listen to this very long homily. <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner is one of my favorite dinners. Every dinner is my favorite dinner, but Thanksgiving is particularly one of my favorite dinners. We always have a, a turkey and... And, you know, mom makes her candied sweet potatoes, which apparently I'm the only person on earth who likes. Um, and then half my family is Mexican, so we often get, uh, uh, you know, all kinds of wonderful Mexican food um, my brother-in-law will make, which is fantastic because I love Mexican food. Anyway, at the end, there's my sister with all this Tupperware putting together take-home packages because there's so much left over that I end up eating turkey every day for probably about five days. Do, do you know, do you have the similar experience to me with that? Do you remember Thanksgiving? How many of you, children, I'm asking the children, how many of you remember Thanksgiving like that? That you have so much to eat and you're stuffed some of you? How many of the adults remember? All right. How many of the men here fast the entire day before and the entire morning just to see if you can fit more in besides me? <laughs> yeah, you've got to be able to sleep through that Cowboys game. Um, so... The point I'm making is that Thanksgiving is one of those times where everyone eats, is satisfied, and there's all this left over, right? And it's one of those days where we look at it and we think, wow, you know, how blessed are we that we can have, I mean, there's a lot of people who can't eat like that, you know, and some of us probably feel a little bit guilty even, but, but we look at it and we think this is, it, part of the expression of Thanksgiving is is all that we have to celebrate and, and obviously be thankful for, including just having enough, and often more than enough. Well, Jesus today, in the gospel, we hear that he leaves a certain place and all the people follow him because they want to hear from him. They want to hear him preach. They want to see if he's going to do something amazing. So there's 5,000, we're told, 5,000 men at least, and then there are women and children also there. I mean, how, who knows how many thousands of people were there? But they're in a deserted place. 
You know, and so the disciples finally, toward the end of the day, are like, you know, we should probably send them to Safeway to get some food. Because what are we going to do? You know, there's a certain attitude of hospitality. Like, what are we going to do for all these people? And, of course, we know the story. Jesus says, well, well you feed them. <laughs> they say, oh, we got us five loaves of bread and a couple of fish. Jesus says, okay, bring it to me. He takes the bread and he raises it up and he blesses it and breaks it and gives it to the people. Children, what does that remind you of? Takes the bread, raises it up, breaks it, and gives it to the people. Does that remind you of anything? You can raise your hand and answer. Yes. The Last Supper. Perfect. You're perfect. And what happened at the Last Supper? What was instituted? Be bold. I won't embarrass you. If you're wrong, I'll just say, good job. (laughs) What was instituted? Here's a hint. It happens here. Yep, exactly. Holy Communion, the Eucharist, right? Perfect. Very good. Did your sister tell you? (laughs) It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. There's no grades. So the, the Holy Eucharist. So when Jesus, some of these miracles that Jesus performs point to the Eucharist and Holy Communion and the Last Supper. And this is one of them. And there's, there's a point. Now, Jesus could have performed the miracle in such a way that everyone had enough and there wasn't anything left over. I mean, it's not like Jesus couldn't be precise with his calculations. The point is that when Jesus gives gifts, they overflow. There's an abundance of goodness that comes. You know, just like we think of Thanksgiving, the abundance that is there so too in this miracle there's an abundance of God's gifts. Now, there's one word I want all of you to remember from today. When Jesus gives gifts, his gift has one particular name. And it's what we receive in baptism. We receive his blank. When we receive confirmation, we receive his we receive Holy Communion, we receive same thing. It starts with a G. Does anyone know? I can't hear you. You're so far away. Grace. Perfect. Perfect. Another one. How come none of the boys are answering questions? <laughs> Jesus' gift is grace. His grace is his life poured into our souls. It's not just, you know, coming up and receiving the chrism on your forehead. That's the outward physical sign of what's happening in our souls. Jesus gives himself to us through the sacraments, through confirmation, and through Holy Communion. And every time we come back, Every time we come back to receive Holy Eucharist, we can receive grace. Every time we go to confession, 
we receive grace. Living a life of grace is a clear distinction of what Catholics believe relative to other religions, most other religions, is this this focus on staying in grace. So children, the time is now. 